What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. That was very delayed. What was up with that? That wasn't me. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the damn freaking internet. Oh, sorry. It, just, it seemed like it was like, I'm Jonathan, ten, ten seconds later, and I'm Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> It's my freaking Wi-Fi's fault, man. Oh, shit. All right, anyway, we are two aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some Funko Focus. Caleb and I each have a certain pop to talk about. Uh, we don't have anything for 4K Spotlight, just because with the pandemic, they're really not releasing anything new. As far as we've seen, maybe they are. It's just not stuff that we're really super interested in. Um, but they are releasing a lot of um, older movies on Blu-ray. Just yeah, just just letting you guys know, Small Soldiers is coming to Blu-ray on Tuesday. So just letting you guys know that. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, we will be uh, going on to... Um, I almost said What's in the Box. Wow. We'll be moving on to Through the Wall. Dude. <laughs> Shut up. We'll be moving on to Through the Wall. And then after that, we'll be moving on to our All Bros headliner, which will be our All Bros breakdown of the 2020 live-action remake of Mulan. Hell yes. Was this... Was this 2020? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It came out on... Was it Christmas? Or no, it came no, out in like December. No, no, dude, it came out in like uh, September. It was released on POD, or it was released for uh, Premier Access in September, but then in December it became free for anyone that subscribed to Disney+. Plus. That's right. Come on, Caleb, get your facts straight. You're supposed to be professionals. Okay, I was trying to, asshole. Man. <laughs> Alright, anyway, what do you say we get started? I say let's do it. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. All right, so first up, let's talk about Funko Focus. We should get some theme music going for this stuff. Like, I know, right? Come on. I still need to work on the freaking music for the headliner. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to put our... I keep forgetting Maybe we got to put our heads one. together. Um... Anyway, yeah, no. uh, Funko Focus for mine, um, along with the Funko Fair, 
uh, they announced a uh, new wave of Lilo and Stitch Pops. And the whole wave is great, but one stuck out to me. Good and bad. So, the pop is of Stitch. Uh, kind of like... He's not sleeping, but it's a scene where uh, he, him and Lilo are in that... Uh, that it's not a roller coaster, but I, I forget what the hell they're called. Like, you see... Um, I think it's like a carousel. I mean, that's what I always called those types okay. of machines. So it, it's I know like, it's, not, it's not a carousel, yeah. but it's... So it, like it's kind of like what um, you used to see when you'd walk out of, like, Walmart or a grocery store. Uh, it's like the thing... The, they were like the mini rides, I guess you could call them, too, that you just put, like, 50 cents in and say it was, like, a rocket like this, and it just moved back and forth or up and down uh, for a couple of minutes, and then that was it. Um, yeah, I really want to know whatever happened to those. Like, why don't they really have those anymore? Because they're unsanitary and gross. Fine. You know, you got a point. Disagree with me? Do you do you remember ever leaving those things and feeling clean? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my point exactly. Uh, All right. Okay. Fair. Anyway, so this pop just has Stitch like giving his like zoned out. Fa- I don't know what the hell to call this face because he's not sleeping in the movie. It's just like a boredom face, I guess. Um, so yeah, so he has his boredom face sitting in the space adventure ride. But one thing is missing. Caleb, do you want to take a guess of what is missing from this pop? Well, you were bitching about it before we recorded, so I already know what's missing from this. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to tell our audience what is missing from this? Apparently Lilo. Yeah, Lilo is missing from this ride. When in the movie, when Stitch is having this reaction, she is clearly in the front of the ride, enjoying, having a good time, having a blast. She's, she's being a kid. Why the hell would you only put Stitch in this? This is a two-pack, you mother maybe, maybe it was a matter of spacing. I don't give a shit. You can't have Stitch in the Rocket without Lilo in it as well. Dude, this is the second week in a row where you've gotten really fired up. (laughs) (laughs) And I will take that to my grave. Maybe that's too far. I'm sorry. Um, But maybe a bit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah, so that's my Funko Focus. And it's mostly like I, I love it. But then I hate it at the same time because they excluded Lilo. And how dare they do that to Lilo. Yeah, not cool. Um, My Funko Focus is... I mean, I kind of have some issues with it too. But overall... Does he get you as fired up as cool. I did? Not as, not as fired up. Okay. Um, so my Funko Focus is the new Superman that's coming out. Um, this is the, I don't know if they're calling this a first appearance, but this is, um, the Action Comics number one costumed Superman. And this looks freaking dope because the box is supersized and the back of the box is the um 
or the inside of the box on the back is the uh, Action Comics cover. And then the figure is in the bottom right-hand corner, and he's standing in his, like, classic Superman pose. The only issue I have with this one is because if they're going with a... um with the first appearance or they're just kind of going with that style. I think it would have been really cool to do like a full. Actually, I feel like that would have been really difficult now that I think about it because in the action comics, Superman's holding like a car over his head. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been a really cool thing to like replicate. But now thinking about how pop figures are built, that would be really hard. Yeah, but honestly, that's how everybody feels in the comments here on Facebook. They agree with you. That they should have put him in the that pose? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done to, like, fix it. Because it's difficult doing stuff with, I mean, well, I don't know. They've done stuff that I've been surprised that they've been able to do. Like the, um, the Thor versus Thanos. Oh, yeah. Oh, such a great set. Yeah, or even the Cap versus Thanos. Like, I didn't think they were going to be able to pull that off, but they pulled that off, like, amazingly. Mm-hmm. So, I, they could have done the car somehow. I don't <laughs> know how, but they could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have even accepted if it was, like, reverse. Or, I don't know. Like, maybe instead of him, like, lifting it over his head, he's, like, holding it out in front of him. Or at least include the car. Because, like, say... Yeah, I would have taken that, too. <laughs> I mean, because, honestly, the, the like, I agree with you, but what they could say is, like, oh, this is, uh, like, you know, this, um, we included the car because this is him after he's placed it down, and, of course, he puts his hands on his hips and does the classic Superman pose. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish they would have incorporated the car somehow. That's fair. Okay. I think my I think my ideas are a little bit like too grand for pop figures. I don't know. Funko's done but a lot I of love stuff this box. I didn't think they I, could. This is a very yeah. nice box. I'd love to see them do this with other comics though. I was gonna say, can we please get this for the first appearance of Hawkeye? Yeah, freaking Hawkeye. I think well, they kind of did a first appearance Spider Man, but I think that it would. I think yeah, that I one still you want could it with the comic doing like where Spider Man's carrying the guy. Oh yeah, you could do that. Might be a little hard. Yeah, or. But they also did uh, Batman Rapper appearance Hulk already. They had Batman um, and was it Catwoman? Freaking like her wrapped up and shit. They made that work. So I, I feel the possibilities are endless after that. Yeah, you're not wrong. But anyway, that's my Funko focus. Excellent, excellent. Um, all right. So we got nothing for 4K spotlight. So moving on to through the wall. Um, my bit of news, and Caleb, I th <laughs> Caleb made sure that he saved this one for me, which I really appreciate because he's a true bro. Um, it was today, <laughs> uh, January twenty eighth, that uh, ins I almost said Insomniac. Wow, 
Square Enix announced uh, that they finally have a release date for Clint Barton, Clint Barton's storyline, um, and it will be coming out February 16th, and it will be titled, what is it, uh, Future Imperfect. Sweet. Uh, this is going to be a really good... It freaking better. Really good the, DLC. I'm I'm excited to play this. I find it. I mean, I I can understand why they did it, um, but I find it interesting that they also gave Clint a a sword like Kate. Like hell, I would have. I actually would have yeah. preferred if they would have done how uh what his bow does in the MCU to where he can actually just turn it into a bow staff. That would be super cool. Yeah. But you gotta think this. So this is the first character, I'm, and who knows if they're even going to do the the full, like the rest of the characters that they said that they were going to do. I'm highly doubting it. I, I am too. But yeah, I think Square Enix is just going to cut their losses and be like, "Yeah, screw it. Like we'll release what we already have done or close to done." But we're bouncing. <laughs> um, but this is going to be the first time that two characters are essentially the same. And it's going to be interesting to see this because we're going to get to see whether or not um, Kate Bishop versus Hawkeye is going to be like a reskin. And it's just like the same power set, just different character model or whatever. And dude, don't freaking look at me like that. You... <laughs> dude, I'm somebody you wouldn't notice. <laughs> oh shit! You're damn right, I noticed. You made it super freaking obvious. I I saw the freaking breath you took. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Freaking prick! <laughs> damn, bro. Oh, freaking shots fired! Damn. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, I wish you guys could see what he freaking did. He just like you could see like he physically took a breath <laughs> when I said Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, I'll give him this. I've already noticed one change. Clint's bow is a lot bigger than Kate's. Like holy shit! Have you seen how big his bow is? Is it really? Yeah. Like, look at this shit. I oh, shit. have not seen. I totally forgot my phone was plugged in. Jeez, that's like the size of him. Yeah, right? That is a big-ass bow. Yeah. That's wild. I hope that this storyline is good. (laughs) Freaking better because I still can't finish Kate's storyline. Is it seriously that difficult? Yeah, I can't get past this one part where... So... Literally, you have to take a... Okay, like, leading up to it, I was ready to throw my remote through the TV, but I finally got through it. But then the final area is when you finally find Kate, um, and you have to uh, fend off all of these uh, AIM robots, and yet most of them have not only shields, but electric shields. And your teammates don't do jack shit to help you. And so they're all targeting you. You barely get a a punch in. And 
It's just freaking ridiculous. I had to stop because I was ready to throw my remote through my TV. I got so freaking close. I need to try again, but I'm kind of scared to. If you have not... Yeah, if you've not heard our episode breaking down Marvel's Avengers, go check it out. We ripped this that game to shreds. Just sucks because the game actually has a good story. Just everything else kind of sucks. Yeah, the story... Like, they shouldn't have even bothered with, like, the rest of the shit. Like, they should have just done just a single story. Yep. Like, that's all that they should have done. They should have just released a long-ass freaking story. Yeah, I agree. Kind of screw this DLC shit. Just should have... Clint and Kate should have already been in the game. Yeah. I said it. stupid. Square... I am... I'm not excited for future Square Enix projects. Do they even have anything? And this actually turns me off to Square Enix as a company. Fair. Yeah, like my my go to video game companies are Bethesda and Ubisoft. And I mean and Warner Brothers. The Lego games are pretty good. The only game company that I know will never fail me. Is Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. Yeah. Gosh, I want to. I've been having, like, the urge to go back and play Red Dead Redemption 2. Do it. I played it again, like, like a month ago. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Just gets better with age. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. But I. My, my hesitation is because of the horse. <laughs> I don't want to get it attached to another horse. Fair. <laughs> that That's fair. I understand. Oh, my gosh. Spoiler alert. Your horse dies at the end of Red Dead Redemption 2. Or not even the end. It's like, well, the end of Arthur's story. Yeah. And for some, they and... cried more when their horse died than when Arthur died. <laughs> Dude, like, legit. I cried. Oh, I bawled and, when like, Arthur died. I would, like... Anytime I went into town, like, I treated my horse like a freaking real horse. <laughs> like, I would, I would clean, like, anytime we went on a really long ride, we would get back to camp, I would brush my horse off, we, I would feed her, I would do all this stuff. Anytime we were in town, I would get her a little treat. Oh, like, so I sweet. loved my horse. And then when she died, I, I had to shut the game off. Just like, After I can't that, do this. I'm like, I can't continue on. I need, I need time to like mourn. <laughs> like, no joke. Brielle was at work, and she came home, and I was in bed, like, just kind of like in whatever position, or like covered in the blankets in a way that she knew something was wrong. Yeah. And she asked what was wrong, and I couldn't get it out. And I'm, just, she's just like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "My horse died." <laughs> Yeah, and she's just like, and she was, she was sad too. Not as sad as me, but she was sad because she named the horse. Oh, what, what, what was I'm her like, name? Yeah, what was your horse's uh, name? Storm Cloud. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna. S- <laughs> Never mind. I mean, that that's probably gonna sound too dark if I say that. You better not. I'm still not over her death. 
<laughs> well, no, okay, question. Okay, the qu- uh, question. Okay, so we played Red Dead Redemption. We reviewed it in, what was it? Tw- uh, Episode 100. When was that? Like, that was before Iris was born, oh, right? Oh, really long. Oh, yeah, that was way before she was born. Okay, had you guys, when you were playing Red Dead Redemption 2, had you had already settled on the name Iris? Yes, we okay. settled on Iris, I think, before we got married. Oh, really? Okay. I was going to say, because that would have been really yeah. sad if you named the horse Iris, and that would just make me, like, really cry hard. If... I mean, it'd be sweet, but... No. It would be I... sweet at first, but then you're just like, oh. Aw. Yeah. No. I I don't get... Yeah, I had the name set in stone. I don't give my horses names of like any names that I consider naming my children. Smart. And I always kind of really liked Iris. It's a beautiful name and it fits her so well. Yeah, you're damn right. Gosh, I love her so much. Anyway. Yeah. Before I start crying happy tears of an uncle. I I never considered (laughs) I never considered naming my horse Iris. I don't know why I like, name mine I Abby. Go for, I kind of go for like a not human name, like one that's like obviously not human. Oh, you're, so you're not like me. <laughs> no, like I go for like I kind of go the same route that my brother um, Bronson goes. Like he had a few horses. One of them was named Dollar. Um, I th- my online horse was named. Uh, trigger. So wait, dollar or dollar? Dollar. Okay, that would have been really funny if it was dollar. <laughs> dollar. What's your steed's name? Oh, no, it's dollar. And then, yeah, and then my my horse's name was uh was trigger. And it's it, that's like the kind of route that I would take. Oh, that's so horrible because it was killed by a trigger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. I'm sorry. Um, anyway. All right, Caleb, let's hear your uh, through the wall news. Yeah, so my through the wall is actually a trailer, and I want to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. Woo woo! This looks freaking dope. <laughs> Alright, taking bets. I... Who's gonna win? Freaking Kong, dude. Bullshit. Godzilla's gonna reign supreme. Bullshit. All right, Did you man. see that Kong had a freaking axe? Like I told you, it's bullshit. They're favoring Kong. Kong got like freaking five hits in on Godzilla and Godzilla didn't get shit. Godzilla doesn't have freaking disposable or not disposable. Opposable thumbs. I don't, he could have whipped the shit out of him with his tail. That was. I so feel cool like he watch. did a couple times. Oh. I gotta watch the trailer again. But sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, have you heard like the theory on this that they're so someone like came out and said that there's like this theory going around that it's gonna end up being like they end up fighting, but then another villain comes out and is it gonna be Mecha Godzilla? And yep. then they have to team up to beat Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, because they uh, someone leaked the toy line a couple months ago. 
And so it was kind of confirmed at that point. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? That's the reason why... I did not know that. Yeah, that's the only reason people knew that Mechagodzilla was going to be in this movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought that was just speculation. No. Like, someone thought they saw Mechagodzilla in the tree. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah, no, someone leaked the toy line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So stupid. Yes, it is. Gosh, that's that's gonna ruin the movie for me. <laughs> yeah, dude. But that like that this trailer has sparked so much controversy at work. Oh, really? Like, anytime we're we're working together, yeah. At like when we're working and like putting stuff together, someone will just bring up like Godzilla is going to get his lizard lizard ass whooped. Bullshit. And then it gets into a huge fight on who's going to win versus Kong versus Godzilla and everyone's like oh yeah Kong's going to freaking destroy and like except for those couple guys at work that are like no it's going to be Godzilla dude like Godzilla has freaking atomic breath and they're like unless they pull some bullshit like they did in one of these old um, King Kong or one of these, one of the old uh, Godzilla versus King Kong movie, where he was getting his ass whooped by Godzilla, and then he gets struck by lightning, and then Kong suddenly has the ability to throw thunder fists. <laughs> straight okay. If Warner Brothers does that, that's straight bullshit. Do I hear plot convenience? Yeah, yeah. and then like it's starting. To, then we get into like talking about what movies. Of Godzilla were good. There's one that I really want to watch um, that my manager showed me. It's called Shin Godzilla. It's a Ooh, Japanese yeah, movie. Yeah, that really good. Yeah, but he showed me a clip from it that makes me want to watch it. And it's um, Godzilla's atomic breath. Yeah. And it's crazy because he sits there and it's like he unhinges his jaw. And it starts like spurting out fire. Like, just, it looks like a freaking flamethrower just going over the city. And then it's kind of like, have you ever seen, like, a welder? Or, like, someone, like, a plasma cutter? I think I have. I'm pretty sure I have. So, it's, you turn the gas on, um, and it's, like, it starts off, like, a a flame. Just, like, a normal um, orange flame. Okay. And then you crank the, the air, like, you crank everything up higher. And it becomes, like, a blue, like, tiny little um, flame. Oh, okay. But, like, the blue flame is is super hot. So, that was what happened in this freaking clip that he showed us. Yeah. He unhinges his jaw, orange flames, and then his, like, the back, or the spines on his back start glowing blue, and then the... It's like the flames like compress, 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 and then become like a beam. Oh, that's bitching. And it's like the the noise that, yeah. I I'm, I'd have to. I'm gonna send it to you. Like I'm gonna write it down so I remember. <laughs> but <laughs> but it is wild because at that point it's like it doesn't. It's not like a. It looks like a laser beam. Yeah. But the way that it's going through the freaking buildings, it looks like it's melting them. It's not even like cutting through, it's like oh, melting everything. And it's it's wild. And the no- the sound design on that that scene is so freaking like amazing. 
it's I can't even like explain it. It's just it's it's haunting. And I I want to watch it. Like he's like it's not like the best movie on the planet, but that scene alone is freaking amazing and I'm like I want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> is it on any streaming? I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. But I'm I'm super excited for Godzilla and Kong. I think I really liked the um, Kong Skull Island movie. See, um, I've only seen that once, and I really need to. So I need to watch King of the Monsters for the first time because I still haven't seen that yet. I need to watch Kong Skull Island again. Now I'm wondering if I just want to watch Godzilla again just for the hell of it. I don't think you have to. I think you could get away with just watching um, King of the Monsters. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, for the Godzilla, I obviously recommend watching Kong Skull Island. Um, but Kong or the Godzilla King of the Monsters, that's that's a weird movie. Um, or it it's it's interesting because it it kind of so the reason they call it king of monsters is because godzilla becomes the king of the monsters because shut up like a, i'm just kidding no shut i'm sorry <laughs> you're a prick i know i'm um, sorry i had to so no he he um yeah, he he ends up defeating all the other monsters except for like the good ones, I guess. Also, like or the Mothra? ones that are trying to protect Earth. Yeah, I think Mothra is a good good one. I'm pretty sure I, that's the only good one. one of I the know. other ones is a good one because I know Ghidorah is not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they they get summoned by this. This device, like this, this thing that sends out some solar or this sound wave that irritates them, and so it like it aggravates them, makes them hostile, and then that's why they end up fighting because they're all getting called to like one location, and the only reason that Kong isn't there is because he's trapped on the island. He heard the call to to the oh. the tower but he couldn't make it because he was on the the freaking island and all the other ones could fly other than Godzilla. Godzilla swam, all the other ones flew. Oh shit. See, I didn't even know that they so could, Kong they couldn't s- get there. They kind of teased it in uh, King of the Monsters. I had no idea about that. Yeah, so the speculation awesome. on this movie which kind of goes to shit now now knowing that Mecha Godzilla is going to be in it. <laughs> um yeah, so the 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 running theory was that Kong was going to win because that's how he becomes King Kong. Because he defeats uh, Godzilla, the king of the monsters. So they literally just called this match. Yeah, but that was that was like the running that no, that it wasn't like they oh. didn't call the match. That was like the 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 running theory that okay. I've heard. If you're um, right, because... I don't know how I feel about that. Because, I mean, that's cool, but I don't know. I just want Godzilla to win. That's all I want. 
Yeah, the guys at my work think that they're going to release two versions of the movie. One version for Japanese audience and audiences and one version for American audiences where the Japanese audiences are going to get the ending with Godzilla winning and the Americans are going to get the ending with King Kong winning. Okay, if that's the case, can I get a um, alternate ending of Freddy versus Jason where Freddy is not decapitated and we see how he actually truly beat Jason? <laughs> I'm just saying. If we're getting two versions of that, I think I deserve two versions of Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's the that's the running theory. But if if the the toy line was true and Mecha Godzilla is gonna be in in this, which it sounds like it it's going to, because has toy releases have always kind of spoiled movies. Yes, they have. And been like fairly accurate. Like they've been like fairly reliable sources. Yep. Yeah, so Mechagodzilla is going to be in this, and that kind of ruins the movie for me. <laughs> no, I, I can absolutely agree, because I don't know how I feel about Kong and Godzilla putting their differences aside and be like, oh, that's the real enemy, it's not us, we don't have to fight each other anymore, let's work together. No. That's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to reference this movie again. That's like Freddy and Jason deciding, oh, you know what? There's, uh, like, Leatherface or Pinhead. I think we need to team up and beat him. Let's put our strengths together, Jason. Let's do this. Yeah. Honestly, the only thing that I'm really looking for, I know that this movie is going to be really shitty in the way of um story <laughs> yeah i feel you go to these movies just to see these two characters fight that, that i feel that's yeah. all you so go to i'm hoping for like us i'm hoping for like a captain america civil war level of fight between godzilla and kong and i want and f- then if they do bring in and then just like immediately after, immediately after, bring in Mecha Godzilla. I want. I'm sorry, I keep referencing this movie, but I want to be as pleased with the fights between Kong and Godzilla, or Godzilla and Kong, as pleased as I was with the fights for Freddy when it was Freddy versus Jason. Because those fights were amazing yeah, between those two. Bitchin'. So that's all I ask: that the fighting is magnificent. I don't give a shit if the story sucks. But as long as the fight fights <laughs> between them are like eye dro- or jaw dropping and get me freaking stoked and like get all giddy like oh my gosh I feel like a, li- a little kid again, um, then the movie has done its job. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but anyway, that was my uh, my f- uh, through the wall. News bit. So, uh, what do you say we jump into our uh, All Bros headliner of the week? Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. 
Alright, so for this week's Albra's headliner, we'll be breaking down the 2020 live-action remake of Mulan. But before we get started with that, uh, we asked a question of the week on our social media. Caleb, would you like to read off those responses? Yes, I would. Um, so, the question of the week that we um, posted was asking... What do you do to realign your chi? Chi was a big aspect to the Mulan movie. Um, so I kind of wanted to incorporate that in our question. So we did get a f- couple responses. So I'm going to start off over on Instagram. Um, our first response comes to us from the hashtag no offense show or at HTNOS. Uh, he said, I'm assuming this is, uh, Chris Watsky and not Duchess. I mean, unless Duchess does this too, but I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, he said, I'm a big proponent of float tanks, binaural, binaural, I think that's how you say it. You got me. Yeah, buying oral beats while I sleep and mind-altering psychedelics. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> All right. Yeah, have you... They... So, the next response we got it kind of ties into this a little bit. Um, But yeah, if you listen to... And I recommend that all of you listens to Creatures of the Night. Um, it's a show hosted by Adam Simmons, Chris Wetzke, and Jason Almy. Um, Jason, as you guys know, he's a good friend of ours. He's been on the show a couple times. He's from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Um, Chris Wetzke is the host of the Hashtag No Offense show. And Adam Simmons is... Um, co-host of the Simmons and Moore podcast. Um, so go check all three of those out. But all three of them together, they also host the Creatures of the Night podcast. And Adam and Chris have uh, mentioned multiple times that they like to do uh, psychedelics to kind of do some enlightenment in their life. <laughs> all right. Um, I think they say it's like microdosing, but yeah, I'm not well versed in um, in that language. So <laughs> you and me both, bro. Yeah, but speaking of Adam Simmons, we got a response from him that also kind of ties into what um, Chris said. Uh, he says, "I hit the cryo chamber like a mofo, eat like 20 milligrams of a space cookie." Then float in a float tank like goddamn Buzz Aldrin. Step out like the Dalai Lama. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, and then he put put a picture of, uh, or a gif, of Doctor Strange from uh, Infinity War with all the hands. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I think... I. Just be. I don't know where I would ever get my hands 
on because I, I think they they've talked about mushrooms before and like micro dosing on that a bit for like the enlightenment and going on their spiritual journeys um i don't know where i would ever get my hands on that stuff but that is something that i i want to try in my life at least once fair enough that is fair yeah like i want to go on a freaking trip <laughs> i want literally i want a fr- like I want this. I want to float in a I want to float in a float tank like goddamn Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to learn about myself. <laughs> I just want to learn oh. about life. I want to come out like like freaking Adam says, like step out like the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> That that's something I'm open to trying at least once in my life. I I will do it on my deathbed if I have to, but I will make that like my life goal. He's like, oh, I finally lived, and then just die. Yeah, like I have no no motivation whatsoever to go and experiment with like weed or any of those like drugs. No alcohol. But when people talk about mushrooms and going on like a a spiritual journey, I'm like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> like I I want that like that's the shit I want. And I'm like, and if I have to freaking <laughs> get in a float tank and microdose on a mushroom, like I will freaking do it. <laughs> Like, obviously, I'm going to need someone to, like, hold my hand and walk me through it. But, yeah, I want to do that. Like, I am not afraid to admit that. That's something I want in my life. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, thank you, Adam and Chris. Um, Gosh, I just want to be on a spiritual journey (laughs) because of you two. Caleb will make sure that you get on one soon enough. Dude, I'm like, I'm, I know I'm laughing a lot. I'm not joking. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, um, our next response comes to us from Delvin Cox at Delvin underscore Cox. Um, he's also host of the Delvin Cox Experience. If you guys don't listen to that, go check it out. It is a freaking great show. Um, and he said, play video games and read. Sounds like a good time to me. So, I... I think that's a great way. Yeah. Could get it back. Yeah, with a, with a relatively new baby, it's, it's kind of difficult to play video games as often or as frequently as I want to. I mean, I used to play like once or twice a week. Yeah. Like maybe. Um now I play maybe once or twice every other week. Dude, I'm single as a Pringle. <laughs> um okay. I'm, okay, maybe not that single. Um but I'm still <laughs> single at the moment. And even I think even you play video games more than I do. I play a video game maybe like yeah. every two weeks. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you do in your free time? Ne- never mind. I don't want. I don't want to know. Well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> also reading. I've been getting. <laughs> um. But yeah, reading too. I've also been getting back into reading comics. Um. Because I need something to do while I'm putting Iris to bed. So, I started reading comics. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I just thought of the best thing ever with you, you just saying, oh, I don't want to know. Here, here's my new thing I'm calling it. Reliefing with Rose. Oh! <laughs> oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Freaking <laughs> nasty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to say it. Uh, that's a, that's dude. If too... I censored, sh- if I censored this show whatsoever, that I would be cutting that out. <laughs> oh, <man>. oh, gross! <laughs> hey, how do you know it's specifically that? It could be a different kind. Just no, just stop. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, what I was saying before you so grossly interrupted. <laughs> I'm just going to keep quiet for the I've rest been of the back episode. Into reading, I've been getting back into reading um, comics. And I know that, that like some people don't consider that real reading, but I need something to yeah, do while I'm putting on, my man. baby to bed. And she like freaking like passes out and then I have to sit there and wait until she falls like fast asleep and I can't play a video game while I do that because the freaking TV will wake her up so I read a comic on my phone uh, with the brightness turned down really low. I was going to say. get back into that and I'm having a blast. Like I I haven't read in a decent amount of time. <laughs> you know for a second I thought you were but actually talking about reading like an actual comic book and I was just like how the hell do you do that while holding Iris? Like, are you just like a magical no, page turner on with one hand? Okay, I don't know why I didn't think of. I don't know why I thought of like you actually buying like a paper comic. No, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't do that. <laughs> wow, that'd be hard because I have to have all the lights off. Yeah, but you're killing. So the like print. the low the lowest brightness on my phone. I I mean I turn it up a little bit because my eyesight is shit, but. Yeah. Yeah, how's those glasses coming? Freaking love reading. I I know. I need to get those bad. Yeah. Come on, man. Zenny, it's cheap. Just do it. But Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Delvin, for your answer. We really appreciate it. I apologize that I uh, the to next... it and made it dirty. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize on Rose's behalf. <laughs> Um, next up, we got a response from the Laughs and Rec podcast at Laughs Rec. Um, I don't know if I specified we're on Twitter. We've been on Twitter since Adam. Um, but anyway, uh, the Laughs and Rec podcast said, eat all of the cheese. You gotta be specific with cheese. And I like, there's certain cheese that I can't do it. Like I couldn't do. It. I, know. I can't try do being lactose sweat. intolerant. Yeah, dude, I'm so sorry. Like I can't do it. With, I couldn't eat <laughs> a shit ton of Swiss 
or like uh just regular cheddar cheese it'd have to be like provolone monterey jack um munster that's probably the only three i could maybe colby jack or pepper jack Okay, so there's like five. He's just gonna list off all the cheeses. Well, the, okay, those are the <laughs> five cheeses I like. Shut up. Uh, I don't know. There is something kind of soothing about cheese, but Wednesday even day? looking at cheese makes my lactose intolerant body freaking explode. You know, for your birthday, I'm gonna send you a cheese wheel. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hope you're prepared for me to die. That's cool with me. We don't live in the same state anymore. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so effed up. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Alright, let's see. Next up we got The Hood Diner Podcast. At The Hood Diner. Another fantastic show to listen to um if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure that they're part of the uh the inner circle podcast network woo woo yeah um they said burn some top shelf burn some and we don't do shelf. drugs on this show so oh yeah i was thinking of a completely <laughs> different thing wow what did you Pair. think I, I, like bring the top of a bookshelf. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said burn the top of it. You said burn the top shelf, right? I, it said burn some top shelf. Yeah, burn some top shelf. I don't know why I thought like the top shelf of a book sh- bookcase, but I don't know why. I'm innocent with this kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't know this kind of um, wording or, like, lingo. There we go. The I don't lingo. know this type of lingo. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt that's ever that's lingo that we're going to get, like, super familiar with. Speak for yourself, but, man. I don't know. <laughs> A lot's happened uh, since you left, man. You don't know what I've done. Yeah, besides grossing me out, I'm pretty sure it's not all that new. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, come on. That was just freaking great. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> but I do apologize to Sam. And Dude, we're going to... If we ever get hate... If, if there was ever a time where we were going to get hate mail, it's because of this and what you said. I'm going to get, like, applause from Jason for saying that. He's going to be like, that's my boy. That's my boy. Oh, come on, Jason. Come through for me. I got to count on at least one person. We're going to have to tell him that there's a call to arms on this episode. Ugh. Well, our last response comes to us from the Untrained Eye over at Untrained iPod. Um, a new member of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Woo, hell yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, yes. guys. That is freaking that awesome. That is awesome. Congrats. Deserved. Very well deserved. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Now I have like a... I listen to damn near like everything that's on the Inner Circle Podcast Network They have now. major bragging rights now. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, they do. Um, a quick question, though. Before I like I read off... Actually, hold on. So, they said um, scrolling, the Nintendo eShop, or sleeping. <laughs> You know, I can test. <clears throat> I can testify to that Nintendo eShop thing, cause um, I recently got a Switch Lite, and it's amazing, like the deals that you can find, like uh, for digital download games for on the eShop. Because I found Ghostbusters the video game remastered on sale for seven ninety nine, and. Jeez. Yeah, right? I was like, holy shit. Um, but, yeah. Jeez, that's wild. Yeah, right? So, what um, was your question? Yeah, okay. So, the past, I want to say three or four <laughs> episodes of The Untrained Eye, um, Beth and DJ have not liked uh spotify <laughs> and i was wondering oh. what do you listen to podcasts on i listen to them on spotify yeah i do too what the hell i mean like I've... they don't like it they say it's not like that not that user friendly and you can't set like a playlist you can't like check a queue I don't know. I disagree. Like, honestly, I mean, I've listened to iTunes. Honestly, I've only listened to ours on iTunes. Um, but I feel um, Spotify is actually more user-friendly than iTunes when it comes to spot. Uh, wow. When it comes to listening to podcasts. Yeah. Like, are you able to add podcasts to, like, a queue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily. Or a playlist? Easily. So... I'll have to listen. You said the last three episodes, right? Yeah, the last few. I I tried helping DJ out. <laughs> okay. Um, because he was he was saying that he doesn't know how to access his queue or add, um, add podcasts to his queue. Hmm. And so I I tried like se- I sent him screenshots. Like I I like circled everything and sent it to him, and. Was yeah. just like here, like this. This is how you add stuff to your queue, and then he sent me a screenshot of like doing exactly what I I told him to. But the add to queue button wasn't there. Wait, do you have a premium account? Hmm. Well, shit, what's on the premium one? Is that no? Like, do you pay for a Spotify premium? If that's the ten dollar a month one, then yes. Uh... Okay, Brielle has a has a theory. It might not be a theory. She might actually know because she happens to know everything. Um, can I help you? Sure, come in here. You have to talk close to the microphone, or you don't get to talk at all. <coughs> Damn, we just set the guidelines, bro. Really? Rude. <laughs> Did she just walk out? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Caleb, what'd you do? Come on. <laughs> <It's a door. laughs> My understanding is it's 
Pandora sucks. Yeah, exactly. She's got a good point there. Chug. That is so true. Yeah. You know what? She's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so wait. Do you pay for premium Um, or do you just have the free version? Uh, no. I, we pay for the, the premium. Okay. All right, cool. So then, yeah, I'm we have a, a duo that... account. Oh, okay. So then I'm assuming yeah. so... that's why Beth and DJ, or is it mostly just DJ that's having the problems? I, I, I think they both, DJ is definitely more vocal about it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm wondering if they just have like the free basic version of Spotify right now. That may be it. Yeah. You should Which, have, you should if that them. is the case, I I absolutely understand. Yeah. Um. So, just like a funny side story, um, a, I think it was like a couple years ago, um. Brielle tried signing us up for a new Hulu account um, because they were offering a dollar a month for I forget how long. Like it might, I think it might have been a year. And I was just like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so she did. And then <laughs> it turns out it was the 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 Hulu like the Hulu plan with ads. And I I turned a one sh- I turned one show on, watched it with ads, and told her, "No, we're paying for whatever it costs for the no plans for for the no ad plan." <laughs> I'm become I have become so freaking spoiled. I cannot watch a show with ads. I lasted about maybe like two months with Hulu with ads, and then after that, I'm just like, "Yeah, it's worth the extra six bucks a month." F the shit. <laughs> Dude, it is. Like, I feel like Hulu knows how to freaking, like, put the ads in your show to piss you off, like, to maximize your irritation. True that. Like, seriously, though. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, before I get on a huge rant about that, um, let's actually get into the breakdown. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody, for answering the question, though. Yeah, thank you. You gave us a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. So, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letters letter grade. Um, we have a percentage that we talk about and everything. Um but the letter grade is what's most important to us. Um, so the eight different categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the end. So, let me get into the rating system that we had. Um... I think next week, or maybe the next breakdown that we do is going to be the last time I bring it up, but if you are new to our new system, um, 
we actually score the movies beforehand now instead of coming up with the scores on the spot. Um, I think it just helps us get to the point a little easier. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, starting off with story, um, Rose is going to read us a synopsis of the movie. So, if you've not seen Mulan, it is on Disney Plus right now um, for free for yep. anyone that has an, an active account. Yep, it's not $30 extra. And, yeah, not $30 extra, which, thank goodness. Hey, I bought um, this movie, and I was actually happy I did. Yeah. So, Rose is about to spoil the entire movie for you. So, if you've not seen it, go check it out. You have been warned. Buckle in, because I'm sure I'm going to butcher a lot of these names. Just just for Reading with guys. Rose. Yep. All right. In Imperial China, Ho, Ho, I don't know. How the hell do you pronounce that? Hua Mulan? Is it H-U-A? Yeah. It's Hua. It's Hua? Okay. Hua Mulan is an adventurous and active girl to the disappointment of her parents who hope that one day she will be wed to a good husband. As a young man, Mulan is forced to meet with a matchmaker to demonstrate her fitness as a future wife. Mulan, flustered, attempts to pour tea in front of the matchmaker, but a spider causes a panic for her little sister, Zhu. I'm just going to assume... Like I said, I'm going to butcher these names. So, her little sister, Zhu, accidentally causing a mishap that destroys the teapot, leading the matchmaker to call her a disgrace in front of her family. To the north, an imperial outpost is invaded by Ron warriors under the leadership of Bori Khan. They are assisted by the witch, wow, Zinaning, who uses her magic to pose as a surviving soldier and report the attack to the Emperor of China. He then issues... A conscription decree ordering every family to contribute one man to fight Khan's forces. Imperial soldiers arrive in Mulan's village to enlist recruits, and her father, Hui Zhu, is forced to pledge his service as he has no sons, immediately kneeling over in front of the soldiers due to his bad leg. Realizing that her father has no chance of survival, Mulan flees with his armor, horse, and sword to join in his place. Mulan arrives at the training camp, which is run by Commander Tung, an old comrade of Hua Zhu. Alongside dozens of other inexperienced recruits, she ultimately becomes a trained soldier under his tutelage without exposing her true identity. The Khan's army continues to advance, forcing Tung to to end training early and send his battalion to fight. Mulan chases some troops on her own, but is confronted by... who mocks her for pretending to be a man. She attempts to kill Mulan, but her attacks are stopped by the leather with which Mulan's chest had been bound to hide her identity. Mulan removes her male disguise, returning to the battle just as the Rons, Rons attacking her fellow troops with a trebuchet. Mulan uses discarded helmets and her archery skills to maneuver the trebuchet into firing on a snowy mountain, triggering an avalanche that buries the Rons. Mulan rides back to camp and rescues Chung Hong Ju, a soldier she befriended in camp. 
Unable to hide her true gender any longer, she is expelled from the army and begins her return home. On her way, she is confronted by Xianying, who reveals that she was also shunned by her people and fights for Bori Khan only because he treated her as an equal and that no one else does. Additionally, she reveals that the attacks on the outposts have been a diversion, as Khan's true plan is to capture and execute the Emperor for having his father killed. Risking execution, Mulan returns to her battalion to warn them of the impending capture. Tung decides to believe her and allows her to lead a unit to the Emperor's palace. Exuning, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably, like, kick myself in the face for finding out how you actually pronounce her name. I'm going to feel so bad. Uh, uses her magic to be in the image of the Imperial Chancellor and persuades the Emperor to accept Borikon's challenge to some single combat or removing the city guards from their posts. The guards are murdered and the Rons prepare to burn the Emperor alive. Mulan's unit distracts the Rons, Rons while Mulan goes to save the Emperor. Khan tries to snipe her with an arrow, but Xiang Xing, sympathetic to Mulan and disenchanted from Khan, transforms into an eagle and sacrifices herself by intercepting the arrow. Mulan kills Khan, but not before he disarms her and destroys her father's sword. She frees the Emperor, who offers to let her join his personal guard. Guard. She declines the offer and returns to her village. Mulan is reunited with her family. An emissary from the Emperor, under the leadership of Commander Tung, arrives to present Mulan with a new sword while making a personal request that she join the Emperor's Guard. I butchered that yeah. so bad. Honestly, I don't know if I could have done much better with these names. <laughs> okay, good. Whew. At least I got Mulan right. Yeah, they. At least I got that one right. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not Moulin. Um <laughs> Yeah. So the sto- we ended up scoring the story at or at an eighty two point five. Um I think what ended up maybe messing up with the story, like okay, if you're going into this movie expecting a shot-for-shot remake of the animated Mulan, you are going to be disappointed. Very disappointed. Um, Yeah, you kind of have to go into this with fresh eyes, not going in expecting, uh, like we said, we're not expecting a remake, but like as a, this is more of a standalone than a remake, I feel. Oh, I absolutely agree. Um, and kind of like what I told... Like, it's just uh, told, a retelling of the same story. Yeah, and I've heard, actually, this is actually closer to what the source material actually is. Yeah, um, Mulan is actually a uh, considered a myth or a legend. Yeah. So, I think there is some, tr- like, historical truth behind it. Um, but, but yeah, it it's... The adaptation's a little bit more historically accurate if you're going based off of some of the the tales that have been told. Yeah, um, Mulan. One thing that I because I used to listen to a podcast that um, I think was myths, myths and legends. They 
or he used to say, uh, or the host of that show used to say, um, with Mulan in particular, that there was a lot of different tellings of Mulan's story. There's a lot of different variations, that lots of different, um, just a lot of different adaptations. And I think that Disney just kind of played off of one of the iterations. Like, the general yeah. story's still the same, but different, and it's it's in a fresh way. Yeah, I, I can absolutely agree with that. Yeah, were you just, like, quiet for a really long time? Or Yeah, sorry. Is no, there a I delay? Th- no, I thought there was a delay <laughs> on your end. Like, I was expecting to start to see the circle going again. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, it's, it's, uh, honestly, like with Aladdin, I feel like Aladdin was more of a shot for shot than this movie was. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I and I, I think that kind of ruined, uh, no, sorry, I was just saying, I think that Aladdin kind of being a shot for shot and even Lion King being a shot for shot, it it kind of was boring. I it's kind of I knew what was going to come. I knew everything. With this, I feel like I didn't just because it was just there was a, enough new things in this story to keep me interested. I I absolutely agree. Um, I told uh, Caleb this I think because I watched this. Uh, what was it? I think Tuesday night. Um, and. I know a lot of people have a a, a a huge connection to the original Mulan. Um, I don't. I've only seen that movie once, and I only saw it a couple months ago. Um, so when going into this movie, having not a huge connection to that original movie, I really dug what they did with this version. Um I I understand the hate that this is getting, but when it comes to like actually being a remake that tries something different, I think it does a really good job with its story. Um, kind of like what Caleb, basically what Caleb said with like Aladdin, Lion King, hell, even mostly Beauty and the Beast. It only really adds a few new things. Um, it's all the same story. It's beat by beat. Whereas with Mulan, they took out enough and they added enough to make it something new, to make it its own thing. Like, I don't, I don't feel that this, like, like you said, this really isn't a remake. This is just another retelling of this story, but in a different way. Yeah. And I think all of that, I think a lot of it could be taken as negative because of the nostalgic connection people have with the animated version so i think that's really gonna depend on how you mushu for one and the way that yeah um but yeah like the musical aspect of it like i think people were just expecting another musical and i think this movie took itself fairly seriously and it i think it paid off it like i tremendously. absolutely agree like there were like fun homages to like the um musical side of the original like 
when they first get to camp, he straight up says, the commander says the line, we're going to make men out of you. And I'm like, okay, that's really all I needed. Just saying the main point of the song. Um, but yeah, like honestly, I didn't miss Mushu like, like at all. But like I said, that's because I've only seen Mulan once. It's, it's not my favorite Disney animated movie. It's a good Disney animated movie. I can understand why so many people love it. And I'm glad that I finally watched it, but I don't hold it at like the highest regard for my favorite and Disney old Disney animated film to where going into this movie, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they took out this or they changed that. I actually welcomed all of these changes. And I think that they did a really good job pulling all of them off. I think they did too. It's not like an amazing, like blow your mind story. No, but it's not like an average story either. It's a really good telling. Yes, absolutely. Um, I I definitely think that there were things that they could have improved upon. Like one of the th- the big things that I uh I took from this movie the the witch that Mulan is facing, she ends up sacrificing herself to protect Mulan and it feels like that kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, honestly, I feel um you could have Yeah, serious, I feel if you took her out of this movie, it really wouldn't have made a huge difference cuz everyone was focused on Bori Khan. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I think that that yeah, you you definitely could have taken the 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 witch out, and still had a good story. But it's also kind of explaining, um, how, like she did really good exposition with how men view, or how like yeah how men and the Chinese Empire viewed women that were able to use their chi. Yeah. That any because in this chi is like is borderline magical. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the few instances that we saw chi used in a more magical way, uh, Mulan fell off this roof and was able to fall down, more like glide down. It was like more like an elegant fall. Oh uh, yeah, that was a cool ass um, scene. Yeah, her slow motion, able to like sense the battlefield. And use that to her advantage. That was a uh, a good way of like showing her chi. The the witch um, apparently mastered her chi to be able to turn into a bird. <laughs> I guess so. I just want to say this really quickly. When Mulan finally decides to actually be Mulan, and she like puts down her hair and she's riding into battle, she looks so freaking badass. I loved all of those slow motion scenes. Looks freaking great. Oh yeah, and we're we're gonna get into that with uh, in effects because yeah. I freaking oh so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there was, an, I feel like there was maybe a a few pacing issues with the movie. Um, kind of honestly, when it was at the point where it was just kind of a repeat of the animated. Yeah, I think that's where I started to kind of got, like drift off. But then, like once it kind of got back on track and started telling something that was different from the original, I'm like, oh, right back into it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And so I think that's what killed it the most for me, story wise. That's fair. Um, is is pacing, and then that random ass act of uh sacrifice with the witch. It's just kind of yeah, like, that... eh, okay, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So yeah, eighty-two and a half for story. Uh, moving on to writing, we ended up scoring that a seventy-four. Yeah, writing was pretty strong. Not as strong as the story, but yeah, definitely not as strong as the story. I'll admit, probably honestly, I think it was honestly favorite. one of the weaker aspects. It was, but like whenever this is more so towards the beginning when uh, Mulan was having her talks with her dad, I feel the writing was really strong in those scenes. Yeah, like that shit made me sad. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like having. I don't know if it's just because I now have a daughter and those kind of conversations uh, resonate more with me. But the, yeah, the conversations that she was having with her dad, like just broke my heart. And I'm like, no, (laughs) but I think what, I think what ended up killing it was a lot of the um, unnecessary lines like maybe like and it was just mostly from like the extra yeah a lot of the that stuff at at camp yeah um one writing thing that i felt was really smart um because uh mulan is part of a um a military she wouldn't be able to just go set up camp wherever the hell she wanted like in the animated version. And so she's like bunking with the rest of the troops and to avoid getting caught as a woman, she's choosing to be on watch rather than bathe. And it, I thought it was like really funny that like the reason that she actually goes to bathe is because all the guys call her out and be like, you stink. Yeah. I love that scene when uh, and, it was the first night she called. She's just like, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute for night duty. Yeah, like, that was something that, like, I don't know. Like, I never felt that that level of anxiety in the, the animated version. Like, no, I didn't feel really anxious that there. she was ever going to get caught. Yeah. And then with this, I was always anxious that she was going to get caught, especially with that. When she's like, everyone's like stripping down, getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What is she going to do? And then yeah. they call that. And I'm like, she's like, I'm, I'll go. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Freaking stressful. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no like, I think that's something like the, the movie did really, really well. Um, it, it's just like a, a lot of the extra lines and s- some of the expedi- exposition dumps were a bit much. Um, I think a lot of the conversation between the main villain, I'm not going to e- even try and pronounce his name and the witch, Boy, a lot of those conversations I feel were just, yeah, were just exposition dumps. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so those felt a little on, on, the unnecessary side. There was a lot of lines that just kind of were really dry. Didn't really 
lead into the story that much, but there were like the heartfelt conversations I feel were were really good. I, the, uh, so the, I think it's I absolutely agree. like we said it's yeah, like we said it's below the story unfortunately, but it's still it's still good. I think it's it's average. Yeah. So it's sitting like we said it's sitting at a 74. Not bad at all. Um yeah, next up we got acting, which we have scored at a 79. I'm just going to say this right now. I think the girl that they picked to play Mulan is really cute. Like, she is gorgeous. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely agree. <laughs> um, um, sorry, you I, go. Oh, no, I was going to say, I've... I freaking loved her as Mulan. Um, I, for the most part, no, actually, I, I feel she had the timing down, uh, especially like, uh, when <laughs> she, uh, like say like the, they were, uh, the guys were talking like in that scene about, uh, Oh, what do you look for in a, uh, companion or wife or whatever? Um, and <laughs> they're all just like, oh, she has to be able to cook and all this shit. And she's just like, no, they need compassion, loyalty. And they just start freaking busting a gut laughing because they're just like, yeah, no, that's not how we think. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. the, the parts I, where she has to act I like a guy, that. I actually think she does very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think that's something that the animated didn't do super well either. Like, I don't know, like, it felt like uh, Mulan's man voice in the animated felt a little over the top. And did! In this, it didn't feel over the top. It was just, it was more like, she was just trying to deepen her voice a little bit, which like it not works. too much where it was like cheesy, but just enough. Yeah, and I, I f- could have yeah, fooled like, me. Just trying to throw some bass, and then Mulan was just like, it, or the animated Mulan just went into it too much. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I mean, yeah, if I wouldn't have known. You know that that was an actual that was really a girl underneath all that armor. Could have fooled me. Yeah, I mean she does have some very like feminine features. Yeah, those are kind of hard to hide. It's definitely a lot easier to hide that in an animated bit, yeah. film. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, but her acting was phenomenal. Like, I yes. thought she did incredible. Oh, absolutely agree. Um, the people that dropped it for me was everyone around her. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jet Li? Which one did, or who did Jet Li play? Jet Li was, was he the, the commander, or was he? No, no, Jet Li was the emperor. It was the emperor? Yeah, Donnie Yen was the commander. Ugh. Then, okay, the Emperor and the Commander were pretty good. Everyone else was, like, a little, like, 
I liked most of the it, people it, like, that she associated with in the camp. Her boyfriend, not boyfriend, her kind of like they made it look like a love interest, even though it went nowhere at the end. Um, uh, I don't know. I I, I kind of had a love which I appreciate him. I did too. I, I did appreciate that as well, but. Anna, did you did you like him? Did you have a love hate relationship with him? I did. Um, yeah, he was one of those ones that I felt like. Oh, when she was taking the when she was taking a bath and she was trying to not like get caught and kind of pushing him away. Yeah, when he was like having a moment, I th- I felt like his acting there was just a bit on the dry side. It was um, like, like uh, especially with the part where he's just like, "You can turn your back on me, but don't turn it on your fellow comrades in the battlefield." I'm just like, "Yeah, dude, that felt so forced." Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that that line could have been delivered a little bit better. Oh, absolutely. Because I I tried like, I tried dissecting that scene. Like the I tried dissecting the scenes that I had issues with, and a lot of the the issues I had were with the acting rather yeah. than the writing. Fair. Yeah. So I do think overall, just because I gave more points or leaned my score more towards um, grading uh, the actress for Mulan. I, I don't remember her name. <laughs> oh, it's hard to pronounce. I'm not even going to try. Yeah, we're really sorry, but <laughs> yeah, amazing um, actress. But no, I'm she so was the reason I, I gave your name. Yeah, she was the reason I gave as high as I did. Everyone else, like, um, all the other soldiers, the bad guy, I felt wasn't good. Uh, like the actor wasn't that good. I liked. Him. Like I think that he was, was just a little good. too over the top. Uh, I like and then the witch, I thought she was pretty good, so that's why I kind of settled on what I did. Um, but yeah, it was still up up there, pretty high. Yeah, um, I think I ended up giving acting an eighty, and you gave it a seventy-eight, so it ended up yeah. sitting at a uh, seventy-nine. That's not bad. Yeah. So, like we said, acting sitting at seventy-nine. Um, character development is sitting half a point lower. It is sitting at a 78.5. Okay. So what did you think of her character um, in this? I don't know. I feel it's pretty, pretty good. I mean, it, it kind of is basically the same as the animated one where she goes on, um, the journey of taking her father's place. Um, realizing that she doesn't want to hide anymore she wants to be who she is and then getting kind of banished and then them realizing that actually you know what we actually need her she's gonna be amazing i mean she's mulan for crying out loud um and i don't know i feel it's a good character arc for the most part it's definitely nice seeing her come into her own I agree. One thing that I think 
they did really, really well with. And the reason I gave character development as high as I did um, was uh, when they were talking about the three. Um, oh, shit. What do they what do they call them? Uh, the. Oh, the th- basically oh, the... The, the the oath. Oh, what's imprinted yeah, on the, the sword? oath that they took. Yeah, I forget okay. what the what they're called, or what they yeah, ended up calling that. them. But it's just like the oath that they took to defend China, and one of the the three things that they called out was integrity, or was it honesty? Something to do with like integrity. I know honesty was definitely one of them. Um, Okay, if it, yeah, it was like it was like loyalty, something, and trust or honesty. One of the two, just something along yeah. those lines. And the way that she struggled talking about that, like when they were taking the the oath um, at the end of their training, and they pull their swords, and sh- like you have to call out. Um, like your that mission statement of <laughs> everything that oh, you're yeah. defending, and when she got to honesty, the way that she stopped and like, oh, like wasn't being because she wasn't being honest with herself about who she was. She wasn't being honest with like the people around her, and she was struggling with that. She wanted to be who she, she was and defend her home, but she knew that they wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't allow her to do that. Like yeah. they would view her as a witch because of her ability to use chi and like defenses for as the man's place and and all that. And so the way that she struggled with that and then came into her own and was able to accept like who she is and was able to be honest and with herself and everyone around her, like that was like incredible it was so i especially i love the yeah, scene there at the end times... where she gets her own sword and then it actually has like something else imprinted on the back is minus the three that were already on the front yeah oh my gosh so good <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i freaking love that like we said 78.5 it's slightly below acting but and a little bit below the story, just because I think that they could have focused on like her character a little bit more. Just a tad more. Yeah, just a tad. Like I think there were times that they kind of lost track of the character that they were building, so that's probably why it's scored a little bit lower than than the story. Yeah. Or than the overall story. But I can agree with still, that. Still amazing score for an amazing character arc. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, we have effects, which ended up scoring a eighty-seven. It's not bad. Um. Yeah. Okay. No. Like, what, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I'm no, about to I... get into it. No. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Okay. If you're going into this movie expecting realism, don't. <laughs> yeah. 
throw that they, out the window. They did a really good job. Yeah, they did a really good job at setting up what's possible in this world really early on. And so, yes, there are some things that are over the top, and you can obviously tell that the actress is on wires, but that doesn't pull away from how amazing everything looks. No, not one bit. Like, I love the slow motion scenes. Like, every slow motion scene was freaking badass. Yeah. Um, like I said, you do get a, you do see her on wires, and that does look somewhat cheesy. But because they set that up, I'm able like set that possibility up. I am able to forgive that to a certain extent, not like completely. I think that is the one thing that I I might have docked the most. Um, but all the special effects, uh, the witch kind of looked a little funky. Um, like her robes that would kind of just fling out and grab people and kill them and and everything that I felt was a little on the cheesy looking side. Um. The phoenix that would that was following Mulan looked real fake, but I think if you get into the um, the stunt work that was done in this, that's where the movie freaking shines. Because I think the actress did all of her own stunts. Oh, she did. That's amazing. Yeah, that's why they were able to show her face during a lot of the fight scenes because she Damn, did she's... most of it. Wow. Like, yeah, <sighs> most if not all. I don't know why the so one scene I... that really um, points out or um, jumps out to me is that scene where um, she takes all those um, those helmets and lines them up to make it look like the people are attacking them from on top of the hill. Um, and I... You know me with bows and arrows. I love them to death. And so that scene where she is just firing rapidly at uh, all of them is freaking astonishing. I freaking love that scene. Yeah, that looked so good. Um, so it's sitting at an 87, I, I think this is the highest, at least so far, this is the highest um, category that we've graded. And I don't feel like that happens very often. No, I agree, but it, it's well-deserved. The effects are super, super good in this movie. Yeah, like, there's nothing I feel that pulls you out of the movie. If you're being over-analytical, you definitely do notice um, some of the more crappy CGI por- like portions of this. Yeah, But, fair. like I said, not enough to distract from the enjoyment of the movie. If yeah, it never pulls you out. and ignore a lot of that, you'll be fine. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so, 87, very happy with that. Um, next up we got music, and I think we, we definitely agreed on this. Uh, music scored a 7. Um, music was I pretty I do solid. think that the, yeah, it wasn't like off the hook or anything. No. All the music that they played you you could reference to the animated version. It was just very subtle. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Song like, at the, to think of, for like, the end credits was good. Yeah, Christina Aguilera's rendition of uh, Reflection. 
Yeah, that was that was really yeah that really was good. freaking yeah super good. Um, I'm trying to think of some other songs that you could hear. Um, you definitely heard reflection a lot throughout the the movie. I think that was like what the score was based off of. Yeah. Uh you are you'll bring honor to us the song while she's getting all dressed up. Oh, yes. You kind of hear that getting played in the background. Um I'll make a man out of you kind of plays a little bit during some of the training sequences. Like you get a lot of those songs. It's just like they're very subtly played in the back. Yeah, I think you don't that, get the words. Yeah, I think it's like that's good. I think it's above average, but it nothing like stands out. Yeah, it doesn't really. Unfortunately, it, no, it doesn't really add anything to the original soundtrack. Which I mean, they can't really do that considering that none of the songs in here are actually singing songs. But I don't know, like. Them not adding songs, I feel, really worked. Or not adding, you know, making this a musical really, really worked for it in its favor. And I feel if they made it into a musical just like the animated version, I feel it would have taken away from it. I absolutely agree. Um, The music, just like just them recycling what they had from the animated Mulan. I feel worked really well. I think everything tied in and felt like good. It's just the soundtrack doesn't stick with you. Like, like the, uh, the original does. And it's because of the, 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 the lyrics, the reason, like the reason that this doesn't like the, the soundtrack in this makes me want to, listen to the animated soundtrack because lyrics yeah exactly so i think that's why it's just scored slightly above average but not because i think our average score is either five or six yeah i think you're right um but yeah a seven is just slightly above average but it nothing really sticks out (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, next up is costumes, and this definitely sticks out. Oh, yeah. Um, we gave the costumes a nine. So well-deserved. So well-deserved. So well-deserved. Honestly, I feel you can make the argument for a ten. You really could, because I, I have no problems with the costumes in this movie. All of them are phenomenal. I don't either. I think they, they were, like, masterfully crafted. Yeah. Do we want to bump it up to a ten? <laughs> I I I'd be more than happy to do that. All right, let's do. It. I'll do it. We'll 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 Bam. change it to a ten. Hell yeah! All right, I should say I'd be more than happy if you did it because I can't do it on this end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, costumes is officially now a ten. Woo woo! Yeah, the. Like we said, everything was so amazingly crafted. The the soldier uniforms or the armor on the on the soldiers looked so good. 
Um, I mean, hell, the 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 witch looked amazing. Like she like looked intimidating. She had like a flowy look about her. It was just like it's just like an intimidation factor. Like so, so good. The the one costume that stuck out in my mind is the freaking emperor's armor. I mean, holy oh, shit! For real though, like damn, that was badass. Yeah, it's so freaking cool. Like yeah, this movie alone. Like watch for the costumes. Yeah, it's just oh, like and it's it's everything. It is literally. Everything, like if you, I'm trying to think, like um, the beginning, her, the the outfits that she wears as a child, like they're just like very light colors, like a a really light purple, really light blue, and it's like the the flowing dress, and then when she's wearing her, um when she goes to meet the matchmaker, like that, those dresses are freaking amazing. Can we talk about how Mulan had a lot more makeup on than her sister? What was up with that? Well, I think Mulan was the, was the focus. Oh, like, I think Mulan was there specifically for the matchmaker and it was just the women in the household had to be present. Ah. So maybe it's just, so it's her sister kind of saying what to expect when she, it's her time to go see the matchmaker. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, that's kind of what I interpreted. No, that that makes a lot more sense, honestly. So thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Um but yeah, her the the gown that she was wearing and that was just off the hook. Mm. And I really liked when she was riding to um, the Emperor's Palace and she was in just the, the red robe. Oh, yeah. Can we... That scene where she's just, like, stripping off, like, all of the armor and, like, and you're not really seeing her yet. You don't really see the full um, outfit until she actually gets to the battleground and it just looks amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's kill like the f- like it's it look from a distance it looks like a like kind of a really basic costume but up close the fabric has such intricate details. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that Disney or whoever directed this or the costume people I mean hats off to you. Like they were it was just so intricate and everything was so like it felt very like just hand crafted like they took such good care to just nail these costumes and they absolutely succeeded so everyone in the costume department freaking congratulations yeah i hope you're nominated for an oscar blew me away deserve it yes yeah i hope so that'd be awesome all right um so like we said costumes we bumped up to a 10 and now it is time for our own personal score for the movie. So, Rose, I'll let you take this one away. Um, so, this live-action remake of Mulan, I thoroughly enjoyed. Like I said earlier, I don't have a huge um, 
what's the word nostalgia feel for the original considering i've only seen it once and that was not that very long ago so i welcomed this new um iteration uh i liked the changes they made i was fine that there was no singing no mushu it worked for me um the actress that played mulan was amazing so freaking good um just yeah i was so surprised for how much i liked this uh disney remake um it's honestly up there for me with their best um it's probably like for me tied with jungle book for their best live action remake for me um i i'm just amazed of how thoroughly i enjoyed this this iteration of mulan um so i i swear i gave it an 80 um and i'm proud of that i truly believe in that score yeah um yeah, I actually was right in line with you. I gave it an 80 as well. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really well done. Um, I went in with a lot of skepticism, ex- like kind of ready to look down on this movie because it's not like a live action r- remake of the movie and not a musical and not this, not that. But I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie i i remember watching it for the first time and i like i leaned over to brielle and i'm like i love this (laughs) like i was i was ready to tear this movie to shreds but i i loved it like it was so good (laughs) like i said if you're going in expecting a a shot for shot you're going to be disappointed but if you can let go of your nostalgia for the animated Mulan, you are going to have a really good time with this movie. I think there's enough new things in it to keep everyone interested. There's enough of the um, original content to keep you interested or to keep to kind of hit your nostalgia a little bit and just different subtleties throughout the movie. And if you... Don't go see this movie for anything else. Go see it for the freaking costumes. The costumes are... For real, though. Yeah. Just... They'll blow your freaking mind. (laughs) So. Can't say enough good things about that. I'm giving it an 80 as well. And that averages are out to an 80. Because we both gave it an 80. (laughs) (laughs) So, the final... All Bros score for Mulan is a B minus. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, so it is sitting at an eighty-two point six two percent. So comparing this to other B minus movies that we have graded. Um, this puts it one point above Holiday in Handcuffs, two points above the banana the the banana splits movie. All right. Uh, one point that. above Late Night. Definitely agree with that too. Slightly, ooh, like slightly above the Hunt. Ooh. Yeah, it's above the hunt by 0.2%. Damn. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. It's above Deadpool 2. Okay, that's fair. It's below The Greatest Showman. I need to watch that movie again. It's been so long. Yeah, it kind of has been a while. It's above Birds of Prey. I'm not mad at that, actually. I'm not either. Let's see. It's above, It's one point above It Chapter 2 and two points above Good Boys. Okay. Uh, there aren't a whole lot of uh, B-minus movies. I thought we had more. <laughs> it's... It's 0.5% above the Magnificent Seven. Okay. Not too shabby. It's 0.3% above Let's Be Cops. Uh, One point above Rogue One. And that's all of our B-minus movies. All right. Um, Comparing it to Aladdin. Aladdin is a C+. Oh shit, so it did score higher. Yeah, so it scored... Yeah, so Mulan was at an 82.6. Aladdin's at a 79.6. Okay. Damn, it was, um... It ended up being below Lion King. Oh, yeah, um... I'm yeah. Okay, but that. like, if you think about this, if you think like, just because we have to, I have to defend our system. Yeah, fair. Um, we gave the effects in Lion King a hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. And that. the co- we also gave the costumes really high too. Okay. All right. I f- I forgot about that. Yeah. So, critically speaking. Um. Yeah, Lion King is technically the better of the two, if you're going based off our score. But I think we enjoyed um the other movie or Mulan better. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. It's um. It's slightly below. I'm. I'm just doing this. I'm just going through and checking out the um. Disney remakes that we've talked about. So Aladdin, Lion King, um, Lady and the Tramp. It's below Lady Lady and the Tramp. I don't um, by one point. By one point. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh let's see what else. I think that's like the only remakes that we've yeah because we haven't done. done Beauty and the Beast or Jungle Book or that yeah all the so good stuff. so based off of this our top so like just with the remakes that we've done it's it goes Lion King then Lady and the Tramp then Mulan then Aladdin okay which At least Mulan's the only the reason that um. Yeah, the I feel like this would be cheating though, because I I could say that we need to go back and adjust the personal grade column because during that time is when we started, we weren't giving it a personal grade, we were giving it a genre grade. 
and how it worked oh, as yeah. the, that genre of movie. Oh yeah, I remember that. So I think that that could be something that we could justify going back and changing. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, but we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, um, like we said, Mulan sitting at a B minus, eighty two point six percent. Um, it's a really good movie. We highly recommend you guys go check it out. Yeah, and if you guys don't end up liking it, you can blame us. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come let us know what you think. Like, yeah, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. So with that. Um, that concludes this week's breakdown. If you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, RadioPublicRadio.com, Spotify, and damn near everywhere you can find a podcast. You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we will be making soon-ish, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Um, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at the All Bros. Um, DM us if you have an episode idea. Um, we do breakdowns and dreamcasts. We, I think we're gonna stop doing showdowns just because showdowns are hard to do yeah, over I think we already the internet. About that. <laughs> yeah. So if you have an episode idea, want to hear us pitch a movie idea. Or hear us talk about a specific movie. We'd love to hear from you guys. So hit us up. Uh, you can yes, also qu- answer our question of the weeks when we post. Or questions of the week when we post those. Uh, or if you want to join us on an episode. We would love to have you on. Uh, you can also email us at channel at gmail.com. Check out our website tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. Where you can find links to everything that we do. Including our rating platform. You can get, go see the uh, individual scores for for the movies that we do. Um, you can also find a link to our merch store, which is on TeePublic, tpublic.com slash user slash the Elbros channel. Um, I don't know if we're going to have much of a store left because everything that we freaking post seems to get taken off. <laughs> yeah, for real though. Dude, that's why I bought uh, the Solo and Elbros story break, or an Elbros breakdown. Now, just in case, because you never know. I'm I'm yeah. not taking a chance not getting Freaking that sucks. at least one hoodie. Yeah, for real though. And it's always it's only one. Okay, Disney's done like what, like one or two. Warner Brothers has done like freaking five. Yeah, no shit. What the hell, Warner Brothers? What did we ever like, do? We've to been, you? we've gotten flagged by everyone. We've gotten flagged by Paramount. We've gotten flagged by. Sega. <laughs> Wasn't that Got flagged by... Uh... No, we had one that was removed from... By Paramount, and then one that was removed by Sega, but I was able oh. to convince them to put the Sega one back on. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah, because oh. it was an original design, and they couldn't oh. find like a, a replica for it. I'm like, nope, original design... Everything Hell was yeah. used off of nice, bro. which is bullshit because like all the other ones that I've argued, 
um, the, all of the other ones were original designs too. Like the only like there's some that I get, like okay, like I understand why that one would get removed, but a majority of the the ones that have been are getting removed, it's freaking bullshit. Yeah, that's straight up bullshit. Yeah, so freaking forget you guys. <laughs> Not you, T Public. We like you. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Just everyone <laughs> <For> now. else. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and what's freaking horseshit is um the freaking like the most recent one that just got taken down was Justice League. Yeah, and we did that one. And well, Justice no, League was our second episode. Yeah. Took him this long. Yeah, it was our second episode. And I started posting our shit not too long after that. Yeah. So oh, man. So freaking fight me, Warner <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, before I can go on a, another like five minute rant, <laughs> um, next week, uh, you guys can look forward to an Immortal Hulk Dreamcast. Um, if any of you have listened to more than two episodes, you guys know that I'm a huge Hulk fan, and I've been wanting to do an Immortal Hulk. Dreamcast for a really long time, and I finally got around to like working on it. So, oh, next week's going to be bitching. <laughs> I'm excited to hear so, it. So, until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long.